Hey guys, welcome to Bud Lamb Talks, where with resources and stories, we hope to encourage you to know, love, and enjoy God, to follow Him with your heart, and to love like Jesus. The title for this week is Ancient Pathways, Worship. A religious expert asked Jesus, what is the most important thing for us to do? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. That's from Matthew 23, verse 37. Well, worship is another ancient pathways which people have followed for, for generations. And worship begins with the heart and finds its voice as we sing, shout, dance, or weep. As a noun, it means the feeling or expression of reverence and adoration. And as a verb, it means to show reverence and adoration. How we, we worship is really secondary. Primary is our heart's response to God's sustained initiative and his immense size and breadth and depth. And the only way to miss the point of worship is to attempt to worship without engaging your heart. And typically we think of worship as something we actually do We do in a church on Sunday, and many confuse singing a song with worship. And how is that? Well, mindless repetition of words does not necessarily engage the heart. And consider these lyrics from the Matt Redmond song, The Heart of Worship. When the music fades, all is stripped away, and I simply come, longing to bring something that's of worth that will bless your heart. I'll bring you more than a song. For a song in itself is not what you've required. You search much deeper within. Through the way things appear, you're looking into my heart. And I'm coming back to the heart of worship. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it when it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. You see, we simply cannot worship with our head or when we're in a hurry. Slowing helps us to worship. Eugene Peterson, author of The Message, a personal paraphrase of the Bible, he distinguishes three kinds of language in our culture. Level one language is is information and and facts, and that engages the head. Level two language is manipulation or motivation, and that engages our emotions. Level three language engages the heart, and the language of the Bible is level three. It is designed to engage your heart. And therein is the rub for most of us, myself included, who spend more time in our heads and emotions than we do our heart. To worship is to contemplate the weight, the greatness, the eminence, power, and authority of God, that he is both infinite and infinite, that he's the owner of a thousand sheep on a thousand hills, that he captures each tear of yours in a bottle, He's aware of each ache, dream, thought, and hope in your heart and a billion, billion other people. He is able to engage in millions of conversations at the exact same time without a dropped call. The book of Job, chapter 26, verses 7 through 10, writes it this way. He stretches out the north over empty space and hangs the earth on nothing. He wraps up the waters in his clouds and the cloud does not burst under them. He obscures the face of the full moon and spreads his cloud over it. 
He has inscribed a circle on the surface of the waters at a boundary of light and darkness. Yes, God is worthy of our worship. And yet what happens when tragedy strikes? There is an enormous difficulty that we crash into when we consider worship. What happens when tragedy in the form of a stillborn baby, the cold loneliness of a husband denied access to his 87-year-old wife of 60 years as she lies in a cold room at a memory care facility? How do we propose a heart of worship when tragedy strikes? Well, we can do nothing but trust. As Jesus did when facing the brutal injustice of his crucifixion, when his heart screamed across the universe, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Intellect fails us. Emotion overwhelms us. It is our heart with which we trust. And Jesus alone is the hope, which is the anchor for our soul. Worship transforms us to progressively become more like Jesus. God is not insecure. He has no need for us to tell him how great he is. Worship, whether corporate or alone, is meant to usher us actually into God's presence. And there, as we are overwhelmed with his beauty and majesty, we are changed. Pray. I'm like the guy who wrote the lyrics, God. I want to return to the heart of worship. Help me sit still long enough to begin to capture a glimpse of your glory. Amen. Well, that about wraps it up. Thanks for tuning in for today's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share it with a friend. And for more information about who we are and what we do, check us out at budlam.com. So let's get after it now with all we've got. Take care.